What's up, guys? New intro. Hope you guys like it. Uh, you know, I was really wanted to get something out there uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I've been slowly, slowly, slowly <laughs> writing uh, an actual intro song, uh, completely original, and it's taking a little while. Uh, kind of a perfectionist in that way. So it's it's just me saying it's not good enough. It's not good enough. But I am working on it. Uh, another reason, too, um, is I'm learning the, the guitar. So that's taking me a little bit of time. Um, but I really believe rock and roll and space go very well together. Uh, but it's, I have to actually write that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, don't, uh, I hope I'm not boring you already, but, um, apologies that it's uh, a day late here. I wasn't feeling good yesterday. I actually, uh, went to the gym, um, and wasn't prepared for how fucking cold it was yesterday. Uh, so, you know, I got out of my clothes after, you know, I did some kettlebells and I did a good amount of running and sprinting. Um, you know, got out of the gym and it's 25 degrees and windy and rainy. So, uh, the walk back to my car was super long and I think I just, it was just too cold. Um, just didn't feel good yesterday. So I didn't want to <laughs> come on the mic and sound awful. So, uh, that's why I'm here now. So anyways, uh, today, what are we going to talk about? We'll be talking about the upcoming launches, uh, mostly focusing on SpaceX. Uh, there's a launch coming up on December 16th, and there's some other really cool stuff that they're going to be doing that's brand new, never been done before in space travel, uh, private company trying to take on what the only governments and world powers have been able to do before. Uh, and they've been very, very successful at it. So very excited to see what they're doing. I'll get into that, explaining it, maybe... Uh, if you catch the launch, what you should be looking for. Um, and that, that's what we'll get into. Uh, I'm really focusing on SpaceX because I really do believe that they're going to be the ones doing it first. I mean, we are in the midst of a space race. Um, obviously a little bit different than uh, the last one, but this one's more of a commercialized-based one where really we just have an organization with an extremely flat budget uh, with who does a lot of great things with it, uh, just... It, it never increases or gets any better. Uh, so we need private companies to do this for us, which is what I believe the commercial crew uh, initiative is, is is doing for NASA. So I, I think they'll be the first ones to get to Mars. Uh, they have the capabilities and the ability to do things a lot quicker than NASA does. And being able to basically manufacture and create and design all under one roof definitely helps out. So we'll get into that more. And welcome, everybody, to the show. Today is December 9th, 2014, and so we'll start off talking about upcoming launches. So is SpaceX has uh, their launch December 16th, 2014, a week from today, and that will be at... 1431 uh, Eastern Standard Time, or for those uh, who don't know that, that's 2.31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they'll be launching out of the Space Launch Complex 40 out of Cape Canaveral in Florida uh, aboard the launch vehicle Falcon 9, uh, the version 1.1, because uh, they've been making improvements to it um, as they've been launching. So it, uh, the mission is CRS-5, which is the fifth mission to the ISS, the International Space Station. So the Dragon capsule will be carrying pressurized and unpressurized cargo to the station. 
Uh, secondary payloads include two small satellites that will be deployed from the ISS airlock. Um, so that's that's uh, one of the missions that they've been very good at. Uh, this That's their four out of four for CRS, uh, for resupplying the ISS. Uh, that's a huge, huge accomplishment uh, for, a, for a space launch company like that to be able to jump into resupplying the International Space Station gives you a lot of value. Uh, you know, there's, it's the only way we can resupply up there is to launch and dock. So to be able to do both of those with your own custom made, um, launch vehicle and capsule is, is amazing. Um, just start off and they're not done. They're they're They've just scratched the surface of, of what they are trying to do. So, uh, let's get into that. So on this next launch, there's two really exciting things to look for. Uh, on the next launch. Number one is the operational testing of the hypersonic grid fins, the X-Wing configuration. So, all right, so so, what the hell am I talking about? So on the last mission, CRS-4, uh, the last resupply mission, uh, SpaceX tested the reignition of the first stage rockets so that they can land uh, in the future and have these crafts be completely reusable. Uh, it was the first time they had really tested that technology. Uh, we've seen prototyping tests of the grasshopper legs and uh, these uh, grid fins, um, but they haven't been tested in, in actual flight yet. So this uh, will be, look for this uh, on the second half of the mission. After Dragon gets uh, released and the mission <laughs> goes uh, as planned, um, they will be testing the the operational testing of these hypersonic grid fins. So what are they? They're basically, if you're unaware, uh, there will be a, a video of this stuff up and a picture. But these grid fans basically um, help keep the rocket from spinning too fast so that they can control the descent and safely land it without breaking anything. So, uh, and these were an amazingly simple and elegant solution to a seemingly difficult problem. I mean, if you think about it, uh, it's it's very cool to see a company take a really good design approach that not only works uh, is is you know really just I guess what I'm trying to say is there's so many ways just like what I'm saying in this conversation I'm making it way too difficult <laughs> basically um, you know the the solution to that problem could have been like just just terrible it could have been uh, super difficult and too expensive. I mean, I guess that's really the, the most important part, right? Is if it was too expensive. But all they did was a simple adjustment to their own systems. Um, and boom, now now they're... Hi, Kush. Did you guys hear Kush purring? Um, so, thanks a lot, Kush. You know, you, you totally... You just took me completely off my, my groove here. All right, anyways. Um, where do we go? So, anyways, like I was saying, seems like a really good, cheap alternative to solving a problem that they had. Uh, and it's it's really good that they're taking the opportunity to test this on regular launches as opposed to having a second launch. Um, I mean, I guess you know, that would make a lot of sense to do it that way. But, um, you know, hindsight, 2020, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so what, what else to look for? Uh, so number two, uh, SpaceX may or may not be testing their, ready for this, autonomous spaceport drone ship. So... Okay, so you're probably either really confused or a little scared by the words autonomous and drone ship. But it's actually, from the looks of it, a small barge uh, where the Falcon 9 rocket will eventually land after deploying Dragon into orbit. So you might be asking, wait, okay. So 
how are they going to land a rocket on a small ocean barge? Wouldn't that be difficult? Well, the answer, yes. But they have surprisingly impressive control with the Falcon 9, especially with these new hypersonic grid fins. And the barge, according to Elon Musk's uh, Twitter, at uh, Elon Musk, uh, the autonomous spaceport drone ship can hold position within three meters even in a storm. So the thrusters that helped do this were repurposed uh, from deep sea oil rigs. So my guess is they are pretty solid. And the base of the drone ship also, um, it's 300 by 100 feet. Uh, and the wings uh, that it has can also extend, extend wow, my, can extend <laughs> to a width of 170 feet. So it can go to 300 feet by 170 feet. So in the future, um, this drone ship will allow refuel and rocket flyback. So, all right, so let's, let's take a second and a breather to actually think about what he just said. Essentially, Elon Musk is going to be testing technology that in the future should give us the ability to launch rockets, land them anywhere in the ocean, have the barge, I'm sorry, the autonomous spaceport drone ship be within three meters of wherever it's going to land. Not only that, it's going to refuel itself, and we can launch straight from there. Holy crap. I mean, th this is this is some, like, comic book shit, man. Like, this is this is where, what space travel, this is what I've always hoped space travel would be like, is, is, is screw, you know, we don't have to just launch from these crazy places. We need to be able, if we're going to go planet to planet to planet, we need to be able to launch these things quick, reload, get them out of there, have them be reusable. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like it's, it's science fiction, guys, but this, this shit's really going on now. Um, so, I mean, just these two things alone, um, these are the first steps. You know, it, it's, it's kind of a tough place to be in. Uh, as far as space goes, when it's not really that popular, unless some crazy shit goes wrong, something blows up, and people have to complain about the money that it costs, which, by the way, uh, NASA's federal budget is 0.5% of the federal uh, tax inc uh, tax dollar, right? So, and that budget never, ch it doesn't go up. It's a flat budget. So, you know, it's great that they have all these things uh, going on. They do a they do a lot with just that tiny bit of money, and then on top of it, they're starting to help fund these other companies to help them do this, uh, to help them do the research in their own budgets, uh, so that they it's basically they're setting up a business model because their their budget is they have to be extremely efficient with their money. Uh, I was reading an article. Uh, the other day that I'll I'll put up there, um, I guess we'll call it um, I don't know, not no, not controversial. Um, we could call it um, something about the the Orion mission, basically the SLS Space Launch System, the new way that America is getting into space. Uh, it, it talks about how um, Constellation, which was the previous launch system that. Uh, our president, George W. Bush, had put in place. Uh, it got too expensive, and Obama wrote it off because uh, it was just bleeding money. Uh, and then they did the SLS, which has been a seemingly uh, a good success. 
but I guess part of the issue is that, you know, it's great that it did well. It's, it's awesome it did this. But people who grew up through the shuttle launch uh, saw the same thing uh, where it was really cool, very crazy technology, but it cost a lot of money, was really finicky. This is the, the, um, the space shuttle, uh, not the SLS. Uh, and Orion. Uh, it was very finicky, and basically, it kept sapping money from all the other projects, because like I said, they have their whole budget for everything that NASA does is that 0.5%. So basically, if something takes too long, they've got to pay penalties, and they've got to pay for uh, keeping paying people's jobs to finish those works and all of that stuff. Um, if a project uh, is, you know, if we're putting all our eggs in our basket, which I guess this one would be Orion, you could speculate that if if they're not following budget or things start costing more money than they originally thought, that's going to be taking away from the rest of the money. So um, I think it's really important to take a look at what SpaceX is doing because it's just another facet of the space industry. Um, amazingly, it's, it's a private sector um, and it's all under one house. Uh, there's also there's plenty of other companies doing it too. I just think SpaceX is the most interesting to look at, um, not because they're flashy or really because it's Elon Musk. It just uh, I love Elon Musk, but I think the company itself is probably a culmination of people who have been working in the industry who felt that that they really wanted to start pushing this facet, the the launch system aspect, and just go for it. So that we can really, I mean, what's what's the end goal? It's going to Mars, guys. Um, that's that's where we want to go. And I think SpaceX is the one that's going to take us there first. They have the resources. They have the money. And they now have a partnership, a really good partnership with NASA. Um, so if SpaceX wins, NASA wins. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not a competition like the other space race was. This is... This is a, an American space race, uh, while the rest of the world is is definitely having their own as well. I mean, you've got Japan, who just launched their Hayabusa 2, uh, which is a asteroid, um, an asteroid... It's a mission to bring back particles of an asteroid. Their first one went very well, and uh, we should have data from them by 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So th that's really cool. Um, then you've got, uh, India has been doing their own as well. Uh, so is China. Uh, they just had their rover on the moon, had some issues with power and, and things like that, but they still managed to have a very successful, um, time there. And so there's, there's so much going on. Uh, it's, and so, you know, I get a little bit guilty sometimes because I don't have enough time to cover everything. Um, but this is this is what I'm paying attention to. Um, if you guys want anything specific uh, to me to for me to follow, please go to uh, todayinspace.squarespace.com. Go to the about section. Oh no, I'm sorry, the contact section, and uh, get get in touch with me. Let me know what you guys uh, are thinking. Any questions for the day? Uh, if I if I fucked up. Uh, call me on it, um, and pretty much any science topic that you want to get brought up, uh, don't feel that it has to be space, uh, I have no problem taking a segment, uh, and focusing on something else, because probably more often than not, it 
will eventually <laughs> relate to space as an industry. Um, so yeah, uh, what else are we looking forward to? Uh, this uh, Christmas, I'm going to be having some friends uh, over. Uh, I'll, they'll be back in town uh, who got in touch with me. They want to talk about uh, space with me, which thank you. Uh, I love that people want to talk about this uh, and we'll we'll be talking about some interesting stuff. Um, a lot of science, a lot of... Uh, it's going to be more, it's going to be the conversation, man. It's it's like, it's like people don't really have conversations anymore. Uh, you know, we've got texting, we've got all this stuff. And we've got Apple trying to sell us now on this, this voice texting, which is calling somebody. I mean, there's this beauty in a conversation, guys. I mean, I'm glad you guys listened to me ramble uh, by myself here and, 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 desperately try to get through this, but I love just having a conversation with someone. It's so much easier. It just, it just goes, especially when it's someone who's interesting or who's interested in something. Um, that's, that's the beauty of a conversation, which I hope you guys got out of the interstellar two-parter. Um, I felt like that was, that was very, very cool. I even listened to it afterwards and wasn't getting, you know, shivers from listening to myself talk. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys uh, are excited for that. Uh, very excited to have my friends on. Uh, anybody else, please get in touch. Uh, bring bring your uh, information, and uh, we can sit down and talk, guys. Um, other than that, guys, I think that's about it for the week. Um, I'm having a hard time trying to think of something else to bring up. Actually, you know what? Let's. Uh, I guess I'll tell you guys a little bit about uh, about me. We're kind of. I got involved in in science and space. Uh, how do you, how do you make that kind of decision? Um, I decided that career path. Uh, I was a senior in college, and uh, they they used to make us. It was when like the internet was was being used. It was two thousand eight. The internet was being used, but like it, it wasn't like it is now. Um, and they used to have us do this college board thing. I don't know if you, you kids still have that now. Um, but uh, they basically had this, like, personality survey. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, I'll take that. And I took it pretty honestly. Um, I was just kind of interested to see if it would really work. Um, so took it, and the two things that popped up were you would be perfect for uh, aerospace or aeronautical, which is planes and and you know, wind, basically, fluids, uh, or uh, an astronautical engineer. And so they showed a picture of, one was a picture of a jet, and the other was a picture of a, uh, I think it was the shuttle. And uh, I just sat there just like shocked, just like, you can do that as a career? I, I had no idea. I didn't even know that you could just walk into something like that. Uh, you know, I mean, for me, it was you know, growing up Greek, it's like you're the, you got the restaurant or you got uh, a landscaping business or, you know, or what I did, which was contracting, you know, uh, I did, I did floors for years, put in floors, demo bathrooms. And I worked that I've been work, I've been doing that for like a decade. Um, and I still do it here and there. Um, it's good as like a, a fallback, but like, I wanted to do something different. I was like, shit, if I can, if I can learn and get my discipline down and really figure out 
some intelligence here. Like, I, I, I think I can do this. Like, I think that's cool enough to put in the effort and to put in the work to, to get something like that. And then, uh, luckily, I was really involved in high school. I had, uh, um, I did sports. I did music. I was involved in tons of things on campus. So, I guess it came across as, and my grades were good too. Um, I went from, all right. I guess I guess I'll tell this story now. I haven't told this uh, on air yet. Um, so when I was fourteen, I was uh, just coming into high school, and uh, back then, you know, the the advisors would give uh, or the teachers would give recommendations from junior high to high school on like what classes you could take. So that basically determined what classes you were taking. Um, not that it was like a hard sell out on like. It wasn't like if that was the case, you couldn't do that. If you fought for it, you could you could take the other classes, but basically like 80% chance you're that's what you were taking unless you fought for it. Um, so I had a high, you know, I got a um, recommendation for science to, to go to the advanced class because we had college level <laughs> uh, advanced and then on the classes further up, there was AP. Um, so the, the college level classes were not college level prep at all. Um, I know people like to think that, but, uh, after going to an engineering school where most of the people there were either at private schools or tech schools or had been in robotics programs, I was severely, severely underprepared. Um, but once I got into those first classes freshman year, uh, oh, oh, so sorry. Uh, totally skipping the, the other part. So I was I was recommended for high level science, and but my math, I was not recommended. My teacher really didn't like me. I had an issue with her, um, and I just didn't get what she was trying to teach me. I think it was algebra. Um, so they so my advisor is like, you know, well, uh, you know, by the time you get uh, to your sophomore year, you know, you're gonna be behind. Uh, on your on your math for your science so uh i'm gonna recommend that you go down a level on uh on science and math and so i'm sitting there legitimately as a 14 year old i'm sitting there first time in high school i'm like shit like if i can uh, you mean it's gonna be easy for me all right cool cool i'll do that i know i know i know i know it was stupid um but as soon as i was sitting in the class and i realized that like nobody was there to learn they were just kind of there to fuck around I had nothing against them just that was the mentality that I got off of everybody was that uh people just wanted to fuck around and I wasn't about that so um luckily I had a teacher freshman year uh in math that uh you know he recommended me he's like listen you're the number two in my class I always every year offer this to the top two kids in my class do you want to double up on math and science and that way, by the time, oh, I'm sorry, double up on math so that uh, the first year and then double up on science the next year, then by your senior year, you'll be at the same level as all the kids at the, the front of your class. And I was completely shocked. I was like, do you like you really think I can do this? Uh, and, and that was enough for me to say then if you think I can do this, then I'll do it because that's an, that's an amazing opportunity. 
And if that had not happened, the show would not happen. I would not have gone to the school that I went to. I would be a completely different person had that not if that moment not happened. Um, so whatever made that happen, thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm so excited to not only be involved in an industry that's literally at the edge it creates the edge of technology that we have. I mean, this is the breaking point stuff. Um, and then not only that, now I, I, I have a chance to talk to, to people like you who listen to the show and actually enjoy um, the science stuff. My uh, <laughs> trial will be trying to make it interesting. Um, so uh, <laughs> I hope I hope that story uh, made some sense, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um it's it's important just to to remember that you know what people think of you is one thing but it's really what you think about yourself that matters um cuz to be honest people can be really shitty um i've gotten rid of shitty people in my life uh more than once um it's you have to sometimes uh not not even you know, and there's also a weird situation you can get into where someone's not even being shitty, just having them in your life is not good for right now. Um, you never know. You, you you may become friends later, but keep bring positivity into your lives, guys. Um, I hope I hope this stuff, this podcast, gives you some positivity uh, on 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 what we're doing um, that people are doing on a daily basis, as opposed to the garbage that we see all day long. Uh, we're constantly being reminded that there are shitty people, and that you could be shitty. Let's cut the crap, all right? Let's 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 fight back with a little bit of positivity, huh? A little something that's better than the average crap that's out there. Um, I just uh, I, I really don't like shitty people, uh, and I hope I don't come off as a shitty person. Um, it's totally possible, right? Uh, everyone's offended today. Um, so if I'm offending you, good. Uh, I, I I like that. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just kidding, people. Um, that's about it, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we'll be back next week. I'll be doing... Uh, one episode regular today in space and i'll also be doing a launch coverage for the spacex mission crs5 on december 16th uh, so look out for that and um what else guys i think that's it here comes the uh the music so that's the outro get in touch with the show uh at uh today in space.squarespace.com or on twitter uh Check me out at uh, at El Greco. That's at E-L-G-R-3-C-O. And uh, have a great week, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. See you next Monday.